Yo, everybody, welcome to the podcast, another episode. I'm so excited about my guest today, uh, somebody who I have been following since I became a part of the Illini community, um, somebody who's extremely inspirational. And I'm also excited about this episode because I think this story that he has to tell is super one of a kind, super inspirational, and I think all of my listeners need to hear it. So without further ado, welcome Bobby Roundtree to the podcast. What's up, Bobby? Yep. What's good? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, just pushing every day to get better. Yeah, I feel that. So for those of you who don't know, Bobby was the former defensive lineman, number 97 uh, for University of Illinois football, fighting Illini football team. And now he's the founder of 97 Strong, which is super dope. And we're going to get into that uh, further into the episode. But I'm just so happy to have you on, Bobby. Thank you for coming on. I'm excited about this one. No problem. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. So one thing that I do in my podcast, right? So I'm big on giving female women in sports a platform and just highlighting them. So every podcast is something I do. So today okay. um, I chose a special one for me, uh, somebody who's from Illinois, which is Candace Parker, you know, WNBA player. And actually today the news just came out. Uh, today is October 21st, everybody who's listening when we're recording this. And she actually uh, bought some ownership into a c upcoming Los Angeles soccer team called the Angel City FC. So that's uh, super dope. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, and then the even better part about it is her daughter and her both are into joint ownership a part of it. So that's super wow. dope. Yeah, just getting that black ownership within sports, which is something that we totally need. So it's yeah. really just good to see her. Her daughter's like not even high school yet. So starting that and just having ownership and getting equity, that's great to see. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I would love to be a part of that. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Yeah. So let's hop into the podcast. Let's talk. So first of all, we're we going to paint a picture for the audience because everybody doesn't know who Bobby is, right? So let's paint a picture. We're going to go on a quick journey um, back to the beginning, back to where this all started. So Largo, Florida, native, you there, playing yep. football, getting it in. By senior year, you're a three-star recruit by ESPN. Talk to me about what was that process of deciding a school? You know, you get these offers. Who did you get an offer from? And then why did you choose UIUC? I mean, the whole recruiting was was stressful. Um, I bet. I, I ended up with 30-plus offers. Um, I got my first offer in 10th grade. And, you know, I'm playing basketball and football. And then I had to work. I had um, – I had tutoring because I kept failing this one test by one point to graduate <laughs> high school. I feel and that. <laughs> it was so tough, you know, dealing with everything. And then I'm also trying to hang out with my friends. And it, it was tough. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to ask my mom for help. So yeah. I work at McDonald's, work at, uh, at uh, a lifeguard, this uh, rec center. Okay. And uh, I used to just ride a bike or – or skateboard to get to practice or to work and then walk home for work at midnight. It was, it was tough, but I did it. Oh, wow. And then, and then when it was time to decide, I thought I was going to Indiana, but all the coaches was like, you're not a follower. You're not a follower. <laughs> and then, you like, talking I about Indiana University, right? Yeah. We got that in common. So everybody hates when I tell this story, right? But before I chose U of I, I didn't want to come here. So I really right. wanted to go to IU, Indiana, and I wanted to go to Kelly School of Business. But ultimately, 
money didn't work out, but I see that's something we got in common. Yeah. So like, so like I was going to go to Indiana cause I knew some guys that I used to play with. And then my boy, Trevor Maurice, me and him, I, w- I got the offer from Indiana first. And I was like, when you get it, we both going to go there. Right. Then he submitted. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so he signed earlier that morning. I signed later. And then at lunchtime, right, I had left school. And um, I was just so emotional because like, I really wanted to go to Indiana. But I wasn't a follower. So I went to the mall, got a shirt made. And then I, I threw on a uh, windbreaker. And then my mom came after wor- her work. And she's wearing Indiana stuff. Everybody think I'm wearing Indiana. No. And then, and then I just, I just like, at the last minute, I unzipped the windbreaker. And I'm like, I'm going to IU. No. I mean, yeah. Not you having your mama come in with the IU gear on and then going to UIUC. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. And. It was so emotional. We had uh, Sierra night that night for basketball. Right. It was a lot going on, but I, I just changed and went to uh, decided to go to University of Illinois, and I feel like it was the best decision for me. I feel the same way too. Like now that I'm here on campus, and you know you're part of the family, and you see what the school can provide you, like man, I made the right decision. Like I was tripping at first. Yeah. No, I feel you. Then when so, I got there, when I got there, I was like. It, it, it felt weird, but like it was the best feeling out of all the schools I, I actually visited. So yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm pretty proud with my decision. That's good, um, because a lot of people really don't have the fortunate decision enough even to have the option to choose between schools. You know, um, right. so that's super great that you went through that process and you recruited. And by this time, Lovey was a coach too, right? When you were recruited, yeah. talk to me about also did he play a part in that? Did the community play a part in that? How you were recruited? How did that go? So, so it, it was big for me because uh, Coach had a house in Tampa. So he came down, some of the other coaches came, and we had a home visit at his place. Okay. So I was like, I was like wow, you know, <laughs> I'm probably the only player that got to see his house. So I'm like, you know, that's love right there. And he, yeah. was tell- he was telling me I can come over and stuff when I'm on the team and stuff like that. But, like, that didn't happen because we don't. We never really traveled. We just, you know, strictly football in the school. But, um, you know, when Coach was coming to the high school as well, everybody's like, "Bobby, love, he's here for you." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dang. I mean, this is big. I mean, so so I was like, you know that, you know, I got an NFL coach, you know, here for me. Pursuing I mean, you, yeah. So pulling me out of class. And I'm like, wow, man, this is big. I, I got I to gotta take a look at, you know, the University of Illinois. Yeah, no, I feel that. So, you you know, you feel that family. Last minute, you change where you're going to school. You end up at UIUC. And then let's right. talk about when you touch campus. So now you got freshman year, sophomore year, right? Your stats killing it. Like freshman year, just to name some stats out, you were the first Illini true athlete, I mean, true freshman defensive end to start the season opener since Terry Cole in 1980. Then on top of that, freshman year, Big Ten, all freshman team. Talk to me about freshman year. Uh, freshman year. <laughs> I, it was – I, I was so scared to make mistakes, and um, but I also wanted to, to make plays. So um, if you watch my stats or how I played, you could, you could tell my – 
how I transformed to like, you know, a, a better athlete going into my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I got comfortable and, um, but freshman year, like, you know, first game out, I'm like, wow, these some, some grown men I'm going against. Like, yeah. trying to get off of them. I mean, like, they clamped on me. Like, I'm like, I'm like, whoa. You know, so I, I'm taking everything serious. I'm trying to get my weight up. I'm trying to just, you know, stay in the books and stay close to the coaches because, you know, they're going to tell me what I need to do and what, what I'm doing wrong. So um, freshman year, I just tried to do what I can do to stay on the field. Right. And you did that because sophomore year, all Big Ten honorable mention. Right. One outstanding defensive player award that year, sixty-six tackles and one forced fumble, just to name a few of your stats. Talk to me right. about first of all, how did you, how did that confidence? You talked about building yourself as a player and transitioning and transforming, and you can clearly see that on tape. How did you gain that right. confidence? Um, and most importantly, you won defensive player of the year. You know how many people on a football team? How did that feel for you? It felt great, but like I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta do better than that. Wow. I, okay. I felt like I, I left so many plays on the field that I, I should have been like ranked number one. You know, I missed like what it was seven or seven or eight uh, sacks. You know, I, I could have led the nation in sacks. I could have, like, I was just really upset, even though it was good, but it wasn't good for me. You know, I'm never satisfied and. I just always wanted to, you know, be that that player that everybody looked up to and, mm-hmm. um, you know, expected to, you know, change the game. So, um, but the confidence, like I knew, I knew what we was going against. You know, I felt the crowd. I know, I know everything what was going on. And also, like the second year, I I understood the game of football even more. Okay. You know, freshman year, like I was always, you know, about trying not to make a mistake, but. The second year, I knew what was going on. I knew where the ball was mostly going to end up. Mm-hmm. And I got faster. I got stronger. So, you know, my, my confidence. And then, like, also, when you have fun, you make more plays. Yep. You know, you out there dancing and all that. Freshman, <laughs> freshman year, I was like a little a little stick out there. But so <laughs> I, want, I wanted everybody to know who Bobby Roundtree was and where I come from. I feel that. And then, to me, you know, the most – a lot of people even say it's like the greatest, greatest athletes and things like that. Like you have that, that moment where you win a championship or you win an award or whatever, and it's surreal right then. But, you know, you chilling for a sec, you like, I got to get back to work. Like the greatest right. athletes feel the same way. And I think in any workspace, anybody can relate towards that because you just want to get back to where you want to get better. Like I think we're the biggest critics of right. myself. So it's amazing to hear that that one good enough. You was killing it only sophomore year and that still wasn't good enough. Yeah, it wasn't. I feel that. You no, know, I was, I was doing workouts. I was, I was trying to get my my teammates come with me to do extra workouts. You know, I'm I'm looking at yoga vi- yoga videos before <laughs> I go to sleep. I'm before I get in the shower. I'm doing push up sit ups. I'm I'm just trying to you know get better. You know, I I just wanted to you know be that star player. So, but um, it, it wasn't good enough for me. I totally get that. And then. We got freshman year, right? We talked about that. Talked about sophomore year, defensive player. Bobby's like, man, that's not good enough for me. So then you go home that summer, coming off a great season. You're back at home, out swimming, May 18th, 2019, and you suffered a severe spinal injury, um, a swimming injury. Tell me, you know, kind of 
you know, what happened during that time and kind of how did this injury take place? Well, uh, I can't go like really into a lot. Okay. But, um, you know, it was a diving accident. It was, it was all an accident and, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we just out there fooling around, but, um, when it happened, uh, they, they didn't expect me to survive and, um, Mm. uh, you know, having my mom and all the coaches and my family around to, uh, push me through it, 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 it meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, looking back at some of the videos and pictures, um, you know, it it felt it feels good seeing how how much I've improved over the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just gonna keep going and show everybody that you know anything is possible. No, I just before we even get further into it, like 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 I said, becoming a part of the Illini community. Um, I personally didn't know who you are before I got here, but seeing your teammates, um, people who support you and all within the community retweeting your stuff and really supporting you. That's how I figured out about your story, you know? So seeing you, and I think you can clearly see the enormous amount of support that you're getting. And I hope that you feel the same way because I'm just, it's the video I've seen. I've seen a couple of videos, but I think they, after the Wisconsin game, or I'm not sure which game it was. And everybody's hype in the locker room. And one of your teammates like, it's Bobby, it's Bobby on the phone. Talk to me about, you know, yeah. having that support system with your family and then still having those relationships with Coach Smith and your teammates. How does that make you feel? And, you know, how, how have you maintained those relationships? It, it, it felt great, but uh, it would have felt better if I was there because, you know, um, you know, you have the whole stadium running out on the field. Whole stadium. And I'm like, wow, like, like what, what, what would I be doing out there? <laughs> so, but when – when Io called me and um, let me in on the fun, like it felt great because I think this was at a time my mom had to go home. So I was in the hospital kind of by myself. Yeah. And they put me on the phone. I was like, wow, I mean, it, it just, it just like lifted me up and it, it made my day. It made that week for me. Like, cause uh, I don't even know if I was uh, upset or not, but you know, when they won, I was like, wow. Cause I was I was jealous because I wanted to be out there, but I yeah. was <laughs> so hyped for them. And, no, you know, I, I think I was working that game on the field. Yeah, man, it was ridiculous. Okay, like, and that was my it was homecoming weekend. Yeah. I think that was the the first football game I had ever like worked at because I'm on the marketing team. It was lit. Okay, like I can crazy. tell. I seen all the pictures, the videos, like <laughs> it, and I, I already know that that was just a little bit of it you know we had all the guys had cigars like it was it was pretty cool I I wish I was there yeah no I feel that but you were there in spirit and I think what's important to me is a lot of people I think you realize the importance of your relationships with people or your friendships with people when y'all aren't necessarily around you know or when people have busy schedules then people make time for what they want and what stands out to me most importantly is the first person they thought about would call Ayo or your teammates. Right. Let me call Bobby. Let me make right. sure Bobby's experiencing this moment with us because at the end of the day, he's still a part of the team. Right. So to me, that's really just a true testament of that whole family culture that I think Lovey has done a good job of really implementing and allowing right. you know people to be a part of. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, you know, we coach try to, you know, make sure we're, we're coming the best young men, you know, and 
I appreciate him for that because, you know, a lot some some of the guys might, you know, go the wrong way, but you right. know, most of you know, he's keeping us in in like in the right direction, you know, to be, you know, the best man we could be. That's amazing. And then something that I've I've just seen a lot. First of all, let's talk about, you know, you you have that community, you pull through, um, just being a fighter that you are most importantly. Uh, and then having that community of people supporting you and really being by your side. But something that stands out about me to you so much is the fact that you can stay motivated. It's yeah. a lot of people, you know, I mean, football is your whole life. Like you say, you're trying to get better. You've been playing football, basketball, sports is who Bobby Roundtree is, you know? Yeah. And it's amazing to me that a lot of times people have life in injuries or or close to that or anything, and they just lose motivation and can't really find their direction. Talk to me about how have you stayed so strong mentally and still being encouraged, and on top of that, even wanting to allow people, look at me, like I'm doing it, and I want to bring y'all in a part of this process. Talk to me about that. So, so like, when I first got hurt, I didn't know what this injury was. Like, I, I, I don't even think I ever heard of it. Um, and you know, one day they, they took the covers off my legs to, I think, put some boots on. And I noticed how skinny my legs got. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was like, whoa, like, it hit me so hard. Because I'm like, I work so hard to get this, you know, this muscular body. And then everybody's like, like I just start crying. And everybody's like, uh, like, you know, it, it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Got me uh, tearing up over there. Take your time. Take your time. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Um, and then I go to the other hospital, and I'm thinking I'm going to camp after that month. And um, that month go by, they're like, you got to stay again. And um, they're like, you got to stay another month because you're getting better. And I'm like, oh, you know, this this injury is going to take longer than um, just a month. Yeah. And getting better. And then, you know, my mom had to go home and I'm like, I got to get better. And um, she come back and, you know, I'm a whole different, you know, like she's like, whoa, you, you got so much better. And then the therapists are like, um, whatever goal you have, keep it. Cause we didn't expect you to get this far. Mm-hmm. So, so like, and also like when people doubt me, I just gotta, you know, prove them like, yeah. you know, you don't know who you to so <laughs> I listened to my I listened to my music then they messed up when um they gave me speech therapist um so at first my mouth like it locked up so I couldn't eat for about a month and then I, I had lost my voice so I started getting my voice back and then that's when they messed up because I every morning I get up I'm screaming let's go <laughs> and then I got my I got my music. The coaches brought my speaker. You know, I'm in a hospital booming my music. And, you, lit. you know, it's keeping me turned. Yeah, because I – and then I look at the pictures where where I was, and then I look at the picture where I was, like, you know, the best athlete out there, and it just made me want to keep going. It made me want to, you know, get back to that same person I was. And, like, I never was the type that, you know, depended on my mom to help me. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, now like, – like now I need her for everything. So like, it just made me want to go harder so I can get back to, you know, 
you know, um, provided for her because I'd rather take care of her, you yeah. know. So, because, so, like, I, I have dreams to go to the NFL, and I felt like I was almost there because, mm-hmm. you know, first got hurt I just started screaming I almost made it I almost made it and everybody's like you're still gonna make it you're still gonna make it so you know it it, like those little you know little um you know parts I mean like times that I went through it made me want to go even harder yeah uh, I just try to be you know you know um that that person that keeps everybody up because you know it's it's hard it's even hard for my mom right now so I just try to be, you know, positive because mm-hmm. I'd rather, I'd rather not see her upset and I just want to show her I'll, I'll be all right. So, and then I show her that and then I show everybody that. So everybody just keep going and, you know, I'll be good. I feel that. I think people don't even realize like you have a skill to self-motivate is a skill. You know, a yeah. lot of people have to depend on other people, you know, or, or, be envious of different situations, but to look at where you used to be and not shy away from it, not be like, man, I'm never going to be there again, but to tell yourself you can still make it, which you can, you know? Yeah. And I think the most important thing about this whole situation is is being optimistic, but most importantly, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Right. And I, that's what I say. Um, every time I, I uh, talk to a reporter, you know, I'll just say God chooses strongest warriors to fight the strongest battle so Thanks. and uh, and then also like one of my tattoos it just says you can do all things through christ who strengthens you so i know i'll be all right i know i'll be back on my feet i know i'll be back on top yeah any any other tattoo are you 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 heavy into faith right any other tattoos that mean something important to you i mean i got i got dream chaser i got you know i got that verse i got um two of my grandmas loyalty blessed Oh, uh, on my bicep, I got focused on the mission. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got, and God, I trust. I got my mom on one side. I got King on one side. You know, you I, tied I, it I, up. <laughs> I, and then I got hard times on my pecs. You know, I, you know, I got to get more, but um, they all mean stuff to me. It it all like makes me go even harder though. I feel that, and and to me, I think your story is just so important and timely right now and which is why i really wanted you to come on here because um we've seen the injuries within the nfl right now people being you know rushed to to play because of covid and precautions not well but even it hits closer to home because your teammates play this this friday and they have no bye weeks this season right none you know so everybody's fingers are crossed that everybody's super healthy and that everything just works out the way that it does. But for those who can relate to you, for those who have had season ending injuries, what advice would you give to them right now? What would you have told yourself, you know, when you were in that hospital bed at first thinking like, man, I was this close to making it. You know, you just got to stay hungry. You got to, you got to find that, that animal and you got to bring that animal out. You got to, you got to, you just got to stay hungry. Like I tell the guys where I'm working out now, like, you know, uh, just every day, you know, you gotta, you gotta push harder than yesterday. And one mm-hmm. guy told me the other day that really stuck to me was, uh, yesterday was the easiest day. So like that, that kind of stuck with me. Like, you know, I gotta grind. I gotta, you know, you gotta get out that bed. You gotta get out that chair. You gotta, you gotta get yeah. back up. So, you know, you just gotta stay hungry and you gotta stay strong. You gotta keep that strong mind and 
you know, keep that act like you just gotta be an athlete in everything you do. I feel that. And 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 one thing that I um watching I, I remember I can't remember where it's from, but I was watching a Netflix series a while ago. Um, and some advice that somebody gave on a show to somebody else was, and I never thought of it like this, and I think it's so true. The key to happiness is always having something to look forward to. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, that's true. Like, but we never even really think about that because, you know, you get happy. I was happy. Like, man, Bobby's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. Let me prepare. Let me have my questions ready. I'm excited. Let me make sure I'm together. I'm not nervous. All of these things. So for that being a key to happiness, tell me what's your key to happiness? What do you look forward to? I look forward to just inspiring everybody. Um, you know, I'm trying to inspire even more. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, you know, get back on my feet and be independent again. And, you know, I, and then also just, just want to, you know, build a community and, yeah. and build, build, um, you know, a facility that's going to help others. Cause you know, I'm, 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 um, meeting new people that only get, get to work out once or twice every other week, you know, and, you know, I feel bad for them because, you know, they're not as fortunate as, you know, the next person. So, you know, being able to help more people and mm-hmm. inspire people, that, that's what I, that's what I want. And I that. I'm happy right there, just, just to keep inspiring people and helping people. That's amazing. Seriously. Like, it's amazing. And then you talk about um, getting the situation, you're fortunate enough to have therapy more often than others and just really seeing where other people can struggle. Like they can be improving as much as you, but financially the resources aren't there. And I think that you can inspire people and you've shown this like inevitably just by showing your story and posting videos and telling people like, yo, I'm seeing improvement and we can see it through the videos. Talk to me about why did you decide to share your story with the world? Why not keep it to yourself? And why really show people like, this is my process, trust the process. And I want y'all to come be a part of it with me. Uh, you know, one day I just decided to uh, start recording my workouts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was laying in the bed and, you know, I was just like, everybody, like, I think coaches and everybody's like, you know, everybody's wondering about, you know, you. And one day I just decided to post and then everybody was like, you, you really inspired me in this and that. So I was like, wow, you know, I can inspire as I get better. Yep. So I just, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to hide this injury. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be scared to post anymore. And I'm going to just show everybody, you know, anything is possible. So that's why I, I really started doing this. That's amazing. And you are killing it, by the way, okay? You, man, like, literally inspirational. Like, watching your videos and just seeing the progress, upper body strength, moving your hands more, all of those things. And it's crazy how I think sometimes it's important to document moments like that just because you might get so caught up in, like, huh, I'm here. And then for me, I don't know, let me know if this this is the truth for you. Going back and seeing those videos are reassurance that I'm doing it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it just keep me uh, hungry because also, also therapists used to say, you know, if you don't get this back in a year, you probably won't end up getting it. And I'm like, what? Like, y'all really just, y'all <laughs> yeah. really just, you know, tell people this or y'all really just don't care after a year. 
So like that really like kind of, you know, you know, had that in the back of my mind, like, you know, after this year, I'm, I'm gonna still get better. I'm gonna still show that, you know, you don't give up after a year, you know, mm -hmm. you just, you know, this injury, you got to really push, you got to, you got to go harder than you ever went before. And, you know, it, it's tough, you know, you can't do what you used to do or you can't feel. And, and like, it's, it's crazy. Like one day I might feel something and then the next day is gone. So like, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay hungry. You can't just, you know, be upset because something's not going your way or you see somebody further along and they just got hurt. So you just gotta, you just gotta keep pushing really. I feel that. And then is there anybody just to maintain your mental health? Are there any practices that you do? I don't know, maybe watch really? other people inspirationally, whatever helps you. Well, music and, you know, just really just working out. I don't, you, I don't talk. You keep talking about music. Who's your favorite artist? What you listen to, Bobby? Kevin Gates. Okay. Uh, Jack Boy, Kodak Black. Um, shoot. But when I'm in the gym, I got to keep it kind of PG. So I go to look uh, like Lil Uzi Vert or Gunna. So, okay. Cause like I'm in the, when I'm in the gym, you know, everybody knows it's my time. And, you know, they put on rap music because I can't, <laughs> I can't listen to, I'm sorry that for everybody that's going to see this. I can't do the, the country music while I'm working. I got <laughs> turned up. So um, I just, you know, I'd be like, yo. So my therapist was like, can we change it? And they were like, we're looking around. They're like, you know, the, the, the director is probably not going to want to. And then I just go to the directors and I'm like, turn me up. And then they put on something. <laughs> so we be turned in there, you know, and the speakers, you know, um, it, it's amazing. But um, just working out and listening to music, that's what keeps me going. I, I don't, I don't really talk about my feelings. I don't, I don't know how to like, you know, I never did it. So like, yeah, I'm not gonna just force myself to talk to a therapist about well, how I'm feeling this day or that day. So I just talk to my mom sometimes. And well, we talk every day. I mean, what I'm talking about, we talk every <laughs> day. I don't ever like talk about how I'm feeling or anything. She just tell me just keep pushing. Right, I feel that. I'm happy. I like your playlist, little Kevin Gacy. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm everybody, but I'm more J Cole. Like I'm a diehard J Cole fan. Bobby, now you don't like J Cole? I gotta go. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I can't do J Cole. You, he gonna have me thinking what? about his. <laughs> I don't like to think when I'm listening to music, and it's a little too, it's a little too soft for me. You know, I gotta. You know, I'm I'm a rough boy. I gotta I gotta okay. have a get some, you know, turn me up. I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're in therapy. Like you said, right. you're motivating yourself, whatever, but something that I peep, I peep your shirt, 97 strong. Oh yeah, that's so, the old the old logo. That's an old logo? Okay. Talk to yeah, I saw I, the new one with the, the arm muscle. It was because this one, um, you know, we was going out in public. And people's like, is that an 87? So I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I talked to a few friends, and they helped me with the new logo. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I feel like it looks more presentable. So I'm in love with it. I love it, too. I saw it. I love it, too. It's dope. So let's go back. You know, people might be wondering, what's 97 Strong? 
let's yeah. tell the listeners about the creation. What is 97 Strong? When did you come up with it? Tell me everything. Well, I really didn't come up with it. Like, I was in the hospital and everybody was, you know, tweeting and, um, you know, just saying 97 Strong, 97 Strong. And it stuck with me. And, you know, I had a friend that helped me out with this logo. And, you know, it, it just, like, I felt like it fit me because, you know, I a lot of people say if they were in my shoes, they wouldn't know what to do. So everybody's like, you're strong. You know, you stand positive. I would have been tapped out. So, like, you know, it's my number. And, you know, I'm being strong about this. You know, I'm not going to quit. And I'm just trying to, you know, build a brand and, and show everybody I'm still reaching for success. I feel that. That's amazing. And, and um, 97 Strong is so dope. And it's crazy because you didn't even think of it. It's just the community around you supporting right. you and just coming up with a name that you feel like, yo, this is me. Right. That's amazing. And then what's the, what's the vision? What's the mission for 97 Strong? What do you really want people to take away from it? You know, I just want them to push, never give up. And I just want to, you know, keep inspiring more people. And, um, you know, just show that anything is possible if you put your mind to it, if you put the work into it. No, I, I totally understand it, and I agree with it, totally. And then something that – this is my favorite. I love the new logo, but this is my favorite concept. And I'm, I'm checking you out, and talk, I'll just let you explain it. But you had on the back of your uh, shirt, a 97 Strong shirt, where the juice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I got that really from Coach Legs. Um, my freshman year, he used to come in, and the team used to be kind of dead. He's like, where's the juice? And, like, he brought in a, a big old juice jug. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's like, each day, I need some juice. I need to – and, like, each day, like, the juice will go down and down, like, because, like, the team was, like, getting up and, you know, like, being more energetic about, you know, football. And then – you know, when I started getting more comfortable and, you know, in my, my groove, I used to always run on the field screaming, like, where the juice? Where the juice? <laughs> and, and, like, like when somebody looking dead, I'm like, yo, let's go. Where the juice? Like, like that mean, like, you know, get up. Like, you know, your energy got to be up with mine because, you know, uh, we just need that, 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 you know, you just need that little – that little mode to get you going so like where the juice and people's like does he mean where is the juice <laughs> where the juice and like that mean you got to get up and move and you gotta you gotta turn up don't be don't be looking sleepy around me you gotta turn up with me i'm here for it period <laughs> that's that's definitely my favorite one i'm like i read that i'm like where the juice like that's dope it's unique i mean it totally means what you're saying and, right. But but him like having that analogy of the jug and having the juice in there—that's yeah. dope. Like for real. Yeah. yeah, that's what it say on the back of this one. That's okay on the back of that one. That's what it says. That's dope. Yeah. So, tell people about um, where can they buy? Where can they support you and get their ninety-seven strong gear from? All right. So right now I don't have a website because I want to get more merch before you know I get um, a website going. Okay. But, um, uh, right now, I got a 97 Strong uh, um, Instagram page and Twitter page and Facebook page, and uh, it's just 97 Strong. 
Got you. I'm gonna put it in the bio for the podcast. So we're gonna turn you up, and I'm gonna definitely give me some gear. I gotta get the. You got the wear the juice in stock. Yeah, what size? What size? I need a small. Oh yeah, definitely. I got you. I got you. Okay, vet, vet. I'm gonna get it. Um, and then let's talk some football. Outside of Bobby, outside of what's going on, tell me about how you feeling about the football season right now. Who you think gonna take it all? Man, I'm. You talking about for college, right? College, NFL. Let's start with college. I know you're going with Illini. Come on now. Of course, you know. <laughs> if my, you know, win or lose, I'm still going with my boys, and I'm gonna say nine and zero. I mean, eight and zero. We going eight and zero. Yeah. And I, I don't care what nobody else say. I'll support my boys. And then, uh, for for uh, NFL, you know, I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. All okay. The way. So, you know, Ravens, but I am from the Tampa Bay area, so I, I do gotta support them boys as well okay so but really ravens because you know lamar jackson okay okay oh cool and then you know your boys turned up they turned up they got a game this friday they got they've been talking you know they've been talking oh yeah they've been they've been posting <laughs> a lot about last year so i'm excited to see what they about to do this year it we better don't. not close i hope man look i'm waiting to see it. i just wish it was on campus again oh definitely it would have been dope, but I think they're gonna take this one. I like I was just talking to Tony Adams and and, and Quan. They feel real confident. So yeah, Quan, my son. That's my son. <laughs> he said before I text him, I text him before the podcast, like you know, just like I got Bobby to agree. And he right. sends me this picture. He's like, yeah, you know, me and Bobby used to play basketball in high school, and uh, I beat uh, him on a buzzer beater. Bobby, he can't stop telling the story. Tell me about that, man. <laughs> He think he, all right, Quan, he was, like, the best on his team or whatever, but one of the dudes wasn't guarding Quan, and Quan had a, a buzzer beater layup. He he swear it was my fault, but I was guarding the uh, the center. So how how was that my fault? I'm not supposed <laughs> to guard two people. But, um, yeah, he, he the reason why they knocked us out. We was going to go to States again back to back, but Quan knocked us out. Quan got y'all. It's cool though. It's cool though because at the end of the day, y'all was on the same team, Atlanta yeah. team. So Definitely. that's dope. Um, I just want to end this podcast. We're gonna top it off here, but I just want to say thank you, Bobby. Thank you for coming oh, on. You. Um, your story is extremely inspirational, and it was one that I really thought people need to hear. This, you know, I, I'm I always kind of had on people who are currently playing and can tell you about you know how, how the game is going or whatever but I really wanted to just get your perspective I think it's amazing just to see how people are affected differently in life and then most importantly taking a situation and just blossoming and allowing it to be beautiful with 97 strong and really seeing your story like I just want to tell you keep it up and I think we can all we can all figure I need you to be texting me like where the juice because this semester these online classes killing yeah. it got to you gotta you gotta stay strong you gotta stay hungry you gotta you gotta keep that energy going and um but i really do appreciate you having me out here i loved having you on y'all um so i'm just so excited about this one everybody who's listening i'll have bobby's uh link to 97 strong all his pages etc so you can uh support him in the bio for the podcast but we out